Hi everyone and welcome back to The Frequency of Joy, a podcast all about learning to listen to your inner voice and up-leveling to the highest version of yourself. Whether you're a college student, recent grad, or years into your adulting journey, there is something in this podcast for you. I'm your host, Jess Mora, entrepreneur and published author, and I am here to help you start checking things off your life bucket list. So let's get started with this week's episode. Hi friends and welcome to another episode of The Frequency of Joy. Since my last episode over the past two weeks, I haven't entirely been sure of what I wanted to talk to you today. The interesting part about having a podcast, at least for me, is that while I have numerous ideas about things I wanted to talk about, various episodes, I don't want to talk about something simply because it's on a list and I need to check it off, but I really want it to be something that I feel inspired to talk about in the moment, a message that I feel like I need to share this particular week. This week, that message, that inspiration hit a little bit late, a little bit later than usual, I'm not going to lie. Um, but it is very important nonetheless because it is something that I truly feel like touches everyone regardless of who you are, where you live, where you are in your career, in your personal life. There is something in this episode for you. This week, as you may have been able to tell by the title, we are talking about how fear is holding us back. Now, this may be something you have already been thinking about. You may already know fear can play such a huge role in what decisions we decide to make, what opportunities we decide to go for, what risks we decide to take, and also what risks, opportunities we actually decide to step away from. I remember when I was applying to colleges, our college counselor had us fill out like a questionnaire so they could get to know us a little bit more and what our goals were. And I remember on that sheet of paper, I wrote that one of the things I was afraid of was failure. And so this week we'll be talking about the two different types of fear that I feel like play the biggest role in our decision making. And that is the fear of success, and the fear of failure. So not only will I be talking about these two different fears, but I'll also be talking about what they look like in your life and what comes next if you feel like one of these two types of fears or one of these characteristics really resonates for you. First and foremost, we will be talking about the fear of success. Now this sounds kind of counterintuitive, Why would you be afraid of getting everything that you've always wanted, of making that dream salary, of getting that dream job, of having that dream romantic partner finally come into your life? Doesn't make sense, right? However, some of the questions that may be going through your mind if you identify with the fear of success is, how will people see me if they know that I'm making this amount of money? Will people still want to hang out with me, for me, or for my money? How will I ever be able to top this success? How will that make others feel that I've made it and they didn't or they haven't yet? 
what will my life look like at that new level? Essentially, what the fear of success means is when you picture reaching that ultimate level of success in your life, whatever that means for you, whether that's personal, professional, any other part of your life, it means that when you feel like you've finally been successful in in that part, you're afraid of what that will mean or what changes that'll bring in the people around you, in your friend circles, how you'll see yourself. And I'll give you an example. A lot of people, if you ask them if they want to be making six figures or if they want to be making X amount of dollars a year, they will most likely say yes. I don't think anyone will say no to wanting to make a lot of money. However, there can oftentimes be this misconception that you know, affluent people or rich people or people making over a certain threshold are self-interested. That, you know, people only hang out with them because of the money that they hold or that, you know, they don't give back or that just wanting a lot of money makes you selfish. And so maybe for yourself, there could be this aspect holding you back of, if I make this amount of money, then that will mean that I am selfish. Then that will mean that people don't want to genuinely hang out with me. And that's not necessarily the case. That's a limiting belief that either you've programmed in your brain about what someone with a lot of money is actually like, or a limiting belief that a parent, a family member, society has put in on you. So you might be wondering, how does fear of success actually manifest in your life? What does that tangibly look like? First and foremost, it can look like procrastinating. It can look like putting things off that you know will advance your business. It can mean you know, procrastinating on doing a homework assignment or you know, going to apply to a program, a fellowship, a scholarship, whatever it might be that you know that if you were to get that thing, it would drastically change your life. It could also look like self-sabotaging. I mean, self-sabotaging in relationships specifically is such a huge thing. It's a thing that we see again and again on social media, maybe in people's lives that we know, or maybe we've even done it ourselves. Another way that the fear of success can show up in our life is through perfectionism. We are so hung up on the small details of something that it prevents us from actually sending that application, from actually building our website, from actually starting to make TikTok videos if that's what we want to do. Perfectionism acts as a way to hold us back from even taking the chance to potentially be successful. Next up, we have the fear of failure. Now, I feel like the fear of failure can potentially resonate with more people or they might know more of what it means. It feels a little bit more intuitive. You know, of course, people can be afraid of trying something, trying a new program, a new hobby, a new job, and it not going the way that you expected. So some questions that might be going through your mind if you're experiencing the fear of failure can include, what will people think? 
if I don't achieve this? What will it mean for my life if I can't see this goal through? Will others still love me if I don't end up doing this or if I change paths? What will others expect from me if I'm not able to work through this? The fear of failure is essentially being afraid to take a risk because you're not sure what the repercussions will mean for how you see yourself or how others see you. It's very easy when you're taking a risk and things don't go according to plan to spiral into negative thinking. I mean, that's something that I touched on in, in my previous episode on how, like, how to get um, my pre- two episodes ago of like how to get out of a rut. It's because in these bad moments when things don't go our way, when we fail at a particular risk that we took, that we spiral into negative thinking of, I'm not good enough. How dumb, silly, stupid was I to believe that someone like me could do something like that we put each other or we put ourselves down the fear of failure can show up in a variety of ways sometimes sneaky ways ways in which your mind your body is actually trying to protect you because it knows what it's felt like in the past for you to fail at things quote-unquote fail at things So some of the ways that this might show up in your life is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome literally means being in a space and feeling like you don't belong there because you feel like you're not at the same level, you're not smart enough, you're not wealthy enough, you're not whatever enough for the people in the room that you don't deserve to be in that room with those around you. It can also look like keeping expectations low. Making sure that the goals, that the expectations that you do have are low so that you can actually accomplish them. So maybe instead of setting a lofty goal for yourself, like, I want to make $10,000 in sales in my business this year. You might say, you know what, that, like, that sounds like a little too much, a little far-reaching, I want to make $500. Like, you know, I feel like that's a really easy goal, a really doable goal, like based off of, you know, the few sales I've made so far. That is perfect. That way I can make sure that I do not fail at this goal. Another thing, another way that the fear of failure can show up in your life is to just avoid trying. To not go for that thing anyway because, you know, you can't fail if you don't try, right? wrong because if you don't try it can you know you'll always have the question of what if what if you had gone to it what if you had applied to that fellowship what if you'd gotten it where would you be now if all those what if moments you'd actually just gone out and try Because usually, and I say this from a lot of experience, usually when you take a risk and you fall into whatever your definition of failure is for that situation, that feeling on the other side obviously isn't great. 
but it most of the time isn't as bad as you had built it up in your head to be. I remember when I had, you know, one of the examples I've talked about before on this podcast is when I had applied to a college early decision that I really wanted to go to, that I'd really seen myself at. And when I didn't, while it didn't feel great at all, life came together in a way to show me that that perhaps was not the right choice for me because it had something better in store. There was something down the line that was going to fit my needs so much better than that initial college ever would have. So now that we've talked about the fear of success, the fear of failure, some of the thoughts that might be going through your mind if you're grappling with one of these, what it might look like tangibly in your life, I think it's time we talk about what's next because maybe one of these two resonated with you maybe they both resonated with you maybe they've resonated with you at some point in your life but what can you actually do about it how can you try to prevent fear from holding you back how can you begin to make decisions that you feel empowered by and that lead you one step closer to living the life that excites you The first thing, and this is actually one of the hardest things, is to identify what it is about the fear of success, the fear of failure that is actually holding you back. And one of the questions that has really helped me in identifying some of these limiting beliefs, because that's what these are, is asking myself the question, what bad thing happens if I achieve X? journal about that think about that talk about it with therapist a friend but that is how you can see what part of this limiting belief is actually getting in your way that question is then followed by how are these beliefs serving me how are they actually keeping me safe for example the fear of failure oftentimes keeps you safe from feeling disappointed, from feeling sad, from spiraling into the negative emotions that we've talked about. The second thing is to dig deep into where these limiting beliefs were formed. Who told you that you wouldn't be loved if you made X amount of dollars? Who told you that, you know, you would be unsafe or that it wasn't stable for you to pursue an entrepreneurship journey. It's important that we figure out where these thoughts came from to really get at the root cause of where these beliefs were first drilled into our minds. The funny thing is that these are usually subconscious beliefs that we pick up either from ourselves, you know, telling ourselves things about how the world works, or it can come from family members, from friends, from watching TV, just from being out and about in the world. You believe these things. You have these specific fears because your mind saw them and recognized them in some part of your existence and took them and wrote them down as law. 
once you've kind of dug deep into what some of these limiting beliefs are for you, where they come from, how they've been programmed into your brain, now it's time to take action. Make a plan based off of your goals of the things you can tangibly control. If you want to apply for that fellowship, make a plan. If you know when that deadline is, work backwards from there. Like, who do you need need to reach out to to give you feedback on your essay? Who do you need to reach out to to recommend, write your recommendation letters? Who is currently in your circle that can help you achieve those goals? The next thing you need to do is start to reprogram those beliefs that are in your mind. Tell yourself either through affirmations or through journaling or however it is that you, you know, listen to these like words of affirmation, so to speak. And tell yourself, you are loved. You are loved regardless of how much money you make. You are worthy of joy in your life. You are a powerful human being who is manifesting their ideal life right now. You are already that person that you have dreamt up in your mind of who you want to be. You're already that person right now. So don't let the obstacles that come between now and then hold you back from going down that path. Fear of success and the fear of failure are in place to keep you safe. And it's not a bad thing. I think, naturally speaking, our body, our mind learns lessons to try to teach us how to respond. That's where, you know, the is it a real tiger or a paper tiger metaphor actually comes into place. It is because our body knows and goes into fight or flight mode not to try to destroy us but to try to keep us face, to tell us there is a real life, live danger in front of you. Run, turn around, go back right now, find safety. However, sometimes it really isn't a real tiger. Sometimes it's a paper tiger. Sometimes that paper tiger is the fear of success. Sometimes that paper tiger is the fear of failure. But it equally triggers that fight or flight response in your mind it's equally telling you to turn around and go right back where you came from to stay safe and again these topics are much easier to say than to actually act on but i hope that you were able to find something today that resonates with you or that you know, if you encounter something down the line, you can always go back to and listen to this episode. That's why podcasts are amazing. You can listen to them today, tomorrow, a year from today. This resource will be here for you. So thank you so much for continuing to support me in this podcast journey as I continue to play with different topics, experiment. I really appreciate you all so very much and a special a special shout out to all of those that have come up to me to talk to me about my podcast ask how it's going say that you feel like the episodes really resonate with you those types of comments and you reaching out really truly do make my day and i 
just feel so fortunate to be able to make content for you. So I'll catch you next time around. Have a great day.